Welcome to Seize Backstage. This is your all-access pass to everything production and AV-related for live events. Your one-stop shop for industry news, production tips and tricks, and all things necessary to help you elevate the production of your next event. I'm your host, Troy Peters, Chief Experience Officer here at Seize Productions to guide you through the world of live event production. Seize Backstage is released on the first and third Thursday of every month, so set those reminders so you too can seize your moment. Today is the first day that we're doing the podcast, so it might get a little bit hairy, but... Um, Harry's good. Harry's good. <laughs> we're, we're here to just open the lid up and talk about live event production Zach is our CEO, Zach Grant, uh, CEO of Seas Productions, and um, had yeah. this brainchild of, of doing a podcast and then hired me and said, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, I guess so. <laughs> you be the host. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's what the plan is. So tell me a little bit about how this like evolved, how this idea of doing a podcast and what you're hoping to accomplish by putting this podcast twice a month. But just kind of doing this all the time. Yeah. So the original idea came from basically some of our uh, clients um, not really knowing too much about AV. And selfishly, we thought, hey, if we can go educate them a little bit on AV and get them to the point where they're comfortable selling it, you know, that would be beneficial for us. So uh, we've gone to some offices and had some people here and just kind of given them some you know, courses on the basics. And, you know, my point in those meetings always was like, you know, look at me, I don't know how to work 90% of the stuff that we own here. Uh, I can't get behind a console myself yet. I can walk into any meeting for whether it's a concert or a festival or, you know, trade show or whatever, and speak intelligently about all that and really know what I'm talking about that. And it's like, if I can do that and own this company and be successful, then there's no reason that they can't. And so, we started doing that and, uh, actually it, it was kind of fun. So, um, we decided to keep going. Nice. You know? Nice. And here we are making it official, I guess. That's true that we've, we've done a couple of records, but this is really the official kind of kickoff to this, this podcast series. And I was in the same place. I think that, that was kind of how we sort of uh, through Kismet, you know, connected with each other, um, through some industry connections, but really I was in that same world of like, look, I've, I've been an event planner, for a large association, I've been working in production for you know pretty much my whole life. How can we help tear down the walls of that fear of not knowing what it is that we're proposing as a production company, and and how we can work better with venues, with um, clients, with partners, with freelancers, with the whole with the whole works, everybody yeah. that works together to put on a live event. Yeah, and it, it's about. I, I feel like if we all uh, know more, we're we're you know, the whole thing, it elevates the entire, you know, experience, the, all of it, right. For it's better for everybody. Right. So you're not trying to do things that you don't understand, or you're looking at a a proposal and you're like, I don't know what any of this means. You know, it's hard to have that conversation, uh, when nobody knows what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, again, it's just, we're out, we're out here trying to just educate and, and elevate that whole thing and, and make everybody better for it. That's awesome. We can we can raise all boats, right? Yeah. Get everybody up in the into into just doing better at what yeah. we do. Yeah. Um, what are some of the maybe topics you're hoping to cover? Who are some of the people you're hoping to have on? Yeah. So we're definitely going to talk AV, um, but I think for a lot of people, uh, AV is just a small piece of the puzzle. So yep. 
we're doing some some fun ones. Uh, we are going to meet with a lot of people from different parts of the event industry. Um, some of the ones we've lined up already are uh, one of the companies that has uh, created industry specific software to you know create a better process and workflows so that yep. you know pr- production companies like us can do a better job and not get lost in using eight different apps and you know because there's so much information that you have to communicate start to finish you know maybe across a team of like 50 or 100 people right so it's really important to have that dialed um we're talking to uh, a local auctioneer who's one of the best there is um just tips and tricks about how people who are putting together fundraisers and galas can do better you know the do's and don'ts of that um some of the other stuff i want to talk about is like you know work-life balance how do you deal with stress and just any and everything you know yeah the things that we're all as we you know from our roadies to our engineers to our freelancers everybody we're in this business and and our clients are in this business that is a very stressful industry. Yeah. Um, so any information we can get to help us do our jobs and live our lives better yeah. is is the goal, right? Yep, 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I think really as as events evolve and as events as we've now really coming out of out of the pandemic and we're looking at new ways and different ways to engage people and and have this experience it really is about, it's everything. It's from, you know, when you land at a, in an airport, you'll sometimes see the branding of that company. And is there better ways to do that and, and things and tips and technology that can yeah. help you get more branding out there or help the experience be, you know, a, a full life cycle rather than, you know, okay, we're all in the same venue for three days. But what about months before where you're doing a teaser video? Uh, let's learn about that or let's learn about, you know, the latest in catering. I don't know where we're going to go with this, but yeah. it's going to be great. I, you know, personally, selfishly, I really mm-hmm. enjoy learning new things, trying new things. So for me, this is exciting to learn different parts, you know, outside of the AV. Um, mm-hmm. I think it could also help us, you know, elevate what we're doing by having a better understanding of all the other parts that go into this, you know, because we only see, like I said, like one piece of what we're trying to do when the people we're w- working with have like entire thing to deal with that we yeah. we don't even know what their world is like sometimes you know yeah i see like one c- great conversation we could have you know having a couple of people that are you wouldn't think are in that same world like like i was saying like a caterer or a chef that's like yeah. designing a menu that's on a theme for uh, whatever celebration, but the AV being also in that same theme, how did those two, even just talking about the colors that are going to be on the plate, and we've seen these events where we've done like projection onto the table, and mm-hmm. you can see interaction on the table, but making that work with the food. I mean, you're talking about events that are going to be memorable yeah. for years to come. When somebody sees that, they're, they're just, right. it's mind expanding, right? And that's yeah. education. And, and I love how you said that every day you want to learn something. My father was like that, where he would always be like, I don't want to go through a day without learning something because that's part of life, right? Being able to learn something new every day. I feel like if you're not growing, you know, you're shrinking. It's one of the two, right? Nobody's like our world moves so fast that, you know, if you're not doing anything and advancing and growing and, and, you know, sharpening your skills, then, you know, you're going backwards. Exactly. So absolutely. Tell us a little bit about Seas Productions and and the story of like what we do and and how you've kind of become at the helm of, of the company. Just in a, in a couple short sentences, what sets us apart? I don't know if I can keep it to a couple short sentences, <laughs> but um, we started 
in the early 90s as an audio company. And my dad was the one who founded the company. He actually built his first PA out of leftover parts that he had uh, accumulated while working at Guitar Center in the pro audio department. And that's how he built his first PA system. And uh, he was meeting bands that would come in and buy stuff from Guitar Center. That's how he, right. that's how he got going. So um, he did a lot of, of band gigs and eventually built this thing and, and had some other audio engineers working with him. And, and they all... He had like a, they all had a, their own van packed with the PA and they go do sound for all the big bands. We all started there, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so he did that for a long time and, and it grew and grew and grew. And uh, when I got a little older, uh, I I went to college for business. I actually didn't know what I was going to do. I, I really didn't have any intention of getting into this this industry, if I'm being honest. Right. Um, I thought, I, I went to school for marketing and I thought I was going to go work for, honestly, like the NHL and you know, I, I grew up playing hockey, so I thought that would really be fun. I had yeah. a cousin that she's uh, she was a marketer for the NHL, and she got to go to all the uh, the the stadium games that were out there. And I was just like, oh, that was so that would be so cool. Right but um, anyway, so um, I went to business, and I I had this opportunity where this you know he was he was doing really well for was your dad? what he was doing. Yeah, my yeah. dad was doing really well. Um, having a lot of success just by doing a good job running audio and was able to grow this thing. And I'm like amazed at how well he was able to do without putting the energy into running this thing like a business, not having, you know, software. Like we didn't have an inventory system for one. And so he was building all his quotes and spreadsheets and all this stuff. And so anyway, I'm going through school, uh, school and I'm like, man, he is really doing all of this wrong, but he's successful. So right. what if I just start implementing some of this stuff right let's see what happens so i start doing that it starts taking off we're getting bigger and bigger i start hiring a few people keep replacing myself over and over and after a while you know now i'm the one driving the ship you know right so yeah yeah it's all the all the rest of us are paddling yeah it's gonna be um but it's it's been amazing and and just getting to know you know having come on board about two months ago and really kind of just just getting to meet the team here and the energy that's here is is second to none i yeah. mean i've worked with all the best in the in the world uh, as when it comes to production and event event management and to see the energy that's here and to see what you've put together and built in the new building and and really kind of getting out there and, and looking at um just a better way to do the product of providing av it's not just a and uh, a transactional, what you talk about always with our teams is it's not just transaction. It's this relationship we're yeah. trying to build. And yeah. um, that's fantastic. And this podcast is just going to be part of that. Yeah. And like culture is huge. You know, when, when I go and hire people and, and granted, you know, it took me a while to learn this. I, I think my biggest takeaway from college was it's all about the team. Right. So what I try and do is I'm, I'm hiring people that, you know, obviously are qualified, but more so that I feel like are going to fit what we're trying to do, which is not to be the biggest company, but to be the best, right? Yeah. To be the best, to be different, to approach things slightly different. You know, I mean, shoot, like we are giving away part of our secret sauce here, right? Like right. that's that's what we're doing. And, and but that's part the of, honesty that, yeah, that we really want to be. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm personally just super honest, uh, super open, maybe more so than I should be at times, but I still would prefer that to then being secretive and, and I don't know, yeah. that's the vibe I like. I think the people that work here appreciate that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, this is, this is everything I wanted to do. I, yeah, I told you a awesome. while ago, this is, we're doing everything that I saw that I wanted to do years ago, you know, I love it's, it. it's just so exciting. I love it. And we'll curse occasionally. 
Lots Heads of cursing. Up. Lots of cursing. <laughs> when we get when we get more comfortable, <laughs> this this could be going off the rails real fast. Uh, let's talk about some more topics. What other ideas do you have for the podcast? We talked about maybe bringing out a, a union business agent just to talk about how you work yeah. with union venues. Like, yeah. there's nowhere anywhere that there's anyone offering something like that. How do you work no. with the IATSE? Right, like that's that's an idea. Yeah. Well, personally, I. Uh, I thought unions were scary for the longest time. I was really scared to sign that contract. I thought, you know, this is this is going to be terrible for my business. But we did, you yep. know, we did last year, and it turned out to be a great thing. So um, part of what I want to accomplish on this podcast and put out there is these things that are typically viewed as scary is bring to light the reality. And maybe some of them will continue to be scary at the end of that conversation. Sure. I have no <laughs> idea. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there thinking, you know, the local 122 is – you know, not something they want to do business with, avoid business at the convention center. And yep. you know what? My experience has been totally different. Like they've been great to work with. They've bailed us out times where we had last minute things pop up last year. And we like, like being honest, I I had a show last year with, with all the craziness and it, we're like three days out. And we're like, Oh my God, we forgot to staff like several positions and we're loading it in, in three days. Yeah. And they were there when we needed them. They bailed us out. They found good people Yep. and they've been solid. So, you know, I want to, I want to invite them to the conversation and you know, learn how do we best utilize the union? How do we work with you? You know, how do we not make the union so scary? Yeah. You know? I mean, I was a, I asked you member from many, many years ago when I was working in motion picture production. So different local, but, um, you don't just get a union card. You got to know what you're doing. Yeah. And that just speaks volumes, especially now that we're coming back to uh, reduce workforce. There's less labor out there. Yeah. So the labor that you are getting in, in, in some of these instances can be a little scary. Yeah. And the, they've already, the unions have already put a vetting process in place. Yeah. So being able to talk about that, and again, this is just an example of one of our shows, but being able to talk about that openly and freely, and then hopefully we have some place that people can then reach out and be like, hey, can you in, in expand on that a little bit more? Like, hey, that was a great thing you, you shared about the union or maybe about loading docks or yeah. you know rigging rules yeah, and regulations. Yeah, power. Or, yeah, all these things. In-house contracts, right? And yep. maybe there are situations where hiring the in-house company versus a full service like us makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. There's know? been some times where we've had to partner with the in-house. Yeah. We'll do part of it. But we really need you guys because it's your venue. It's unique. We know we need to fit in certain parameters. Um, it just makes more sense and saves the bottom line for the for the client, which yeah. is kind of what we're all trying to do. So yeah, I, I think the 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 point <clears throat> is anything and everything is on the table. Yeah, and and anyone listening too, like shoot in some suggestions of things you want to hear about. That's a good call. Yeah, any ideas? We're looking out there. Let's see who's got some ideas. Yeah. Yep. We'll talk about riders, band riders, band no riders, green yeah. m I got my list. Let's see here. We'll share some stories, some war stories. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rigging. You mentioned that. Uh, AV specific. When you should use LED versus projection, right? Yeah. One yeah. versus the other. I know I I've, I've, I get confused at times why I should do one or the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. And there's um, you haven't heard my talk yet, but there is a talk that I've given for almost 10 years. Um, typically, it's out of VIXA where we talk about stage management. I think that's going to be one of the podcasts as well where we even use examples of like, you know, when your microphone fails, thinking about Mariah Carey on New Year's Eve, like heartbreaking for us as technicians to watch that. Um, But to talk through those moments, they're uncomfortable, but almost like therapy, right? This will become become a therapy sort of thing where it's like, how do you talk through those tough moments? If we see like the Super Bowl, the power went out 
remember that one year in New Orleans? They lost all power. It's like, what do you do? Yeah. That's still a production. Well, I think, and so, so part of this is just like knowing that shit happens, right? Yeah. Shit is going to happen yes. for Thank sure. Thank you for, for ripping yeah. off the swearing <sighs> band-aid hey, too. We got happy it to there. do it. Happy shit to do it. happens. Absolutely. And so any production company that comes to you and says, your event's going to be flawless if you hire us is full shit. Yeah. So, absolutely. you know, just saying that, I, I feel like is... <laughs> it's freeing. It is, it's in freeing. a way. Yeah, so, I mean, just being real. Part yep. of what we're doing, we're being real. Um, stuff's going to happen on shows. Yep. The, the best thing you can do is talk about it, you know, make changes, and, you know, things like yeah. this. Continue to educate yourself. I think it was a... It might be a Simpsons represent, reference or something, but there was like a, a book or something that Homer's reading, and it's like, it's called Pobody's Nerfect. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Stuff... Shit happens, yeah. and you gotta. It's about just being ready, being able to have those uncomfortable conversations. And this happened so often on the pan, during the pandemic, where it was like, we're gonna have the uncomfortable conversations. What happens when you lose Wi-Fi at your house yeah. or at our office? Whatever. Right. When Zoom went down one time, yeah. we had to get Zoom servers to switch from the East right. Coast to the West Coast or the other way around. But you gotta have those uncomfortable conversations. Nobody wants to. I have been on an event where a volcano erupted <laughs> midway through the event. And nobody could get home. 3,000 people stuck in Europe, and no one could get home. Oh, my God. We were in Brussels. The volcano erupted in Iceland. All airspace is shut down. No one can move. And everybody's hotel rooms ended at the end of the conference. Oh we were all God. still stuck there for a week. What do wow. you do with 3,000 people that can't get home? So those conversations. So we should get somebody who specializes <laughs> in volcanoes on the show. There we go. It's another topic. <laughs> right down that topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything is possible, right? Yep. Right. And the other thing, too, I want to do in this podcast that, you know, we talked about uh, and, you know, I was talking about with Angela of Lasso. Right. Is is, you know, throughout the pandemic being really obvious that our industry doesn't have a big enough voice. Right. Yeah. And I don't think most people realize the amount of of people and work and planning and logistics and all that that goes into things like putting on the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. There is a massive team of people that have to flip a stage, flip an entire football field in the span of one short commercial break. Like yep. I, my mind is blown. I, I live and breathe this stuff and my, I'm still like, how the, do they do that? <laughs> yep. You know? Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's that too, you know? That's true. And there's, and there are things that I think, you know, that do exist out there as far as, um, lobbying and, and representing our industries a little bit, but I don't think, like you said, it's there, but not enough people know about it. It's, so yeah. being able to do that, I think one of the guests we're going to have early on is one of the MPI chapter leaders, mm -hmm. um, PCMA, and all just our industry um, voices. Get them, give them another place yeah. uh, for a sounding board, so that yeah. exactly we can all get better at what we do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. All right, what's the um, what's the end goal here? Take a shot. That's right. We will have an episode where we will be drinking in the speakeasy. May or may not be the reason that I ended up coming here to work full time. I mean, it's because we do have a speakeasy on site and you got to know the password to get in. Um, yeah, but I think doing a podcast from there, I think we've got our virtual stage. We'll do it from there as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just going to be a fun world of collaboration and sharing yeah. stories. Yeah. And it's just it's tears. Just fun. Good times. Yeah. Little PCSD every time we got to reference the pandemic, but that's yeah, all right. That's why we got alcohol. Up to <laughs> exactly. Awesome. What's uh, any final words? Before we wrap this our first episode up. I don't know if we'll end up doing another take of this or not. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's fun. I just I I hope uh, you know 
we're lucky enough to have people actually want to listen to this thing. So yeah, if you we, are listening, thank you. <laughs> and and hopefully we have people that want to be on as well. Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're introverted, extroverted people. <laughs> we, yeah, you know like what? It's like one thing to be on this, on a, just you and I. This is very weird being on the other side of the camera. Exactly, I'm I'm definitely yeah. used to being on the other side. And, you know, funny story, I was probably the most introverted person growing up. And uh, so this is so weird being here like yeah i told yeah. my wife like i'm gonna do a podcast and then i'm gonna start talking on stages like i don't who am i yeah i did the other way around talking on stages first i hated it i was like the, i was like i, I was the one loves in public it. speaking that was like i want to throw up right now yeah and i would feel that right until i get on stage and make somebody laugh and then i'm comfortable i got I asked my dad about that he was a professor and i said how do you we're the same people how yeah. do you get on stage and speak to did you an ever audience. like throw up on the stage? No, I never threw up on the stage. Not that I'm willing to admit. That would, that's for a later story. But I would, um, I would definitely come watch that. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, being uncomfortable and now I just I love. I think I think there was a talk I was giving a couple of years ago to, at a national conference, and I I just saw somebody in the audience, or maybe I spoke to to her afterwards that was just having the greatest aha moment yeah. on what I was sharing. And I was like, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. It is I surprising. Help other people learn. It is surprising to me sometimes the amount that I take for granted, you know, in, in just quick conversations. Oh, you should do this, that, blah, 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 blah. And people just, they don't know. And I'm yeah. like, wow, why don't they know that? You know? Yeah. Well, here we are. We're going right. to, we're going to start informing. That's right. <laughs> informing. <laughs> Well, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. This seems like a good way to start this thing off. Yeah. Um, like I said, this is C's Backstage. You can set those reminders so that you tune in on the first and third Thursday of every month, and hopefully we'll have a new episode. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if anybody cares after this first one. <laughs> so set those reminders to make sure that you, too, can stay hashtag... You too can hashtag seize your moment. There will be a blooper reel. Yeah, hashtag nailed it. it. <laughs> Where's my shot? <laughs> Thanks, everybody.